Dookie the shell. Hit him, boy. Hit him. With gratitude. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Keiko of Virginia. And today we're going to discuss uh, some stuff. Oh boy. We're going to discuss cults today. So these cults coming to Hawaii. But before that, we start with gratitude. Start with gratitude, Hawaiians. Now, we, we deputize you in the name of King Kamehameha. Okay, we deputize you in the, as an honorary Hawaiian, but only when you listen to this show. Imua. There you go. Okay, Imua was King Kamehameha's battle cry, by the way. Okay, there you go. All right. So, uh, we'd like to thank everybody in the United States, right? So, we have a big following in Texas. We have a big following in, uh, what's that, California? We have a big following in well, West Virginia. We have a big following uh, in different parts of the United States, 26 states. Okay, so we'd like to say mahalo to you guys. And um, then there's countries. There's Ireland, the Netherlands, Ghana, Canada, United Kingdom, Bangladesh, Australia, Brazil, Peru, Israel, Vietnam, Vietnam, bro, Vietnam, uh, Austria, Germany, South Africa, Russia, Japan, France, Italy, Belgium, Romania, and Poland. There you go. There you go, Hawaiians. There you go. And uh, we, we, we uh, also would like to tell you that uh, so our Apple podcasts are 74% Apple, okay? And uh, Anchor is 8%. Spotify is 8%. So uh, actually, Spotify is picking up. There's more people. Uh, listening to us on Spotify right now, but the majority is uh, Apple, and you know we really push the Apple podcast. So when we when we advertise, uh, we advertise off of Apple instead of uh, Anchor, and uh, so so yeah, that gives us a that gives us more uh, bang for our buck, so to speak, right? So if you guys gonna do a podcast, because you know I, I I never even but this wasn't my idea. This was not you know. I, Bro, I come up with a lot of ideas, but this one, bro, this is Augie T, bro. We was talking, you know, and Augie said, bro, podcast, bro. And, you know, I had to think about them. And, then, you know, because me, I, I don't just jump into stuff. You know, I don't just dive into something, you know. Because one time I went dive into the water at Sand Island, right? And I was followed by two sharks. And I had to, you know, I had to go by the reef and pull myself in, you know what I mean? So, Bro, and I seen these sharks following me too, bro. And it was they were sleeping. I woke them up. It was like lunchtime, and they were sleeping right below the ledge. I jumped inside, man. I, I it, but that's a that's another podcast. I mean, that's the time I I swam away from the sharks. Oh, my friend was panicking. My friend was walking up and down the wall, and he was going, bro, hurry up! <laughs> I was like, nah, I, I got him, I got him, because you know when when you when you uh, it's all about rhythm in the water. Okay, and especially with sharks, if you're going, if you're going to uh, swim away from a shark, okay, you cannot swim like you're panicking. You cannot, cannot splash the water. You can You gotta be real cool. 
you gotta you gotta swim like the shark, right? Because if you swim like a wounded fish, guess what's gonna happen, alright? Anyway, so uh, so we we'd like to say welcome to the podcast today. We're gonna talk about cults and how you cannot mess around in Hawaii, okay? Because we will send you back. <laughs> we will send you back, okay? And it's not about a racial thing, you know. It's about it's about preserving our culture. It's about preserving. You cannot monkey around in Hawaii. I mean, you cannot. And and this is not about you know. It's not because there was you know any color or or race or anything like that that we send them back. We send them back because they do spooky kind of stuff. Well, you know, it's just not in alignment with our lifestyle. See. Because us guys, we hemo too. You know, this, this was a love cult. Okay, you know, like sex cult, like sex, love, whatever. I, got, I, I don't know what they was doing, right? But uh, they was on this website. I'm not, I'm not going to mention names. Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to mention names. But, but this cult came to Hawaii. No, there was actually two in the last couple months. Okay, so the first one came to the big island, right? And the big island goes, no, we are having none of this, right? And they put them back on the plane and boom, they had to leave, okay? And then this last one, right, went to Kauai. That's the island I'm from. And they went to Kauai, right? And then, then they started setting up shop and stuff like that. And then and pretty soon, right, the locals was right there. So so let me let me tell you the difference between Oahu and Kauai, okay? Um, where I'm from, people are crazy, okay? They're like me. <laughs> They're like me, bro, because I don't care, okay? And they don't care. Let me tell you, you go and monkey around on any island, right? There's two islands that are actually, I think, at the top of the food chain as far as, you know, they will take you down if you make any kind. And that's the big island in Kauai. Because the big island guys, they're crazy too, right? But Kauai, bro, don't mess on Kauai. Don't mess around on Kauai. Don't, don't make a mess on Kauai because they will clean you up, bro. So they put this coat on the plane and they send them back, right? And then some of them came to Oahu and got on a plane and went back. And then a couple of them went to Maui. As soon as they got to Maui, now, now you got to understand, we have law enforcement here in Hawaii. We're very proud of them. We're proud of these guys, right? They, take, they, they put their life on the line for us every day. We're very proud of them. Okay, so this is not the defund police state. I'm very sorry. Uh, maybe maybe they're at the upper level because they're democratic. Maybe you never know which way they're going to swing. You know, but the people, the people back law enforcement. Okay, I'm one of them. And, and there's plenty, plenty of these guys. And they back law enforcement. Now, law enforcement, okay, they're a bunch of local boys, local local girls, local boys, local, local people. Okay, and, and some of them come from out of town because they love Hawaii. Yeah, they wanna they wanna be a productive part of society in Hawaii. They, they wanna enjoy Hawaii, right? So they come and they join the police department and they work down here. You see, so but but by the time these guys got to Maui, right? The mayor, everybody was jumping on them already. And and the property that these guys wanted to be on, it wasn't approved for quarantine and you know. So so you guys yeah, you guys kinda mess around in Hawaii because we will send you out of here. <laughs> so, I don't know. I heard there was Antifa guys coming to protest over here too, to Hawaii. And and I was thinking, well, I'd like to see that happen. I'd like to see these guys get out of hand over here. Because cause the local boys, right, the regular civilian local boys will help the uh, will help law enforcement. And they will put you out. <laughs> I'll tell you, these guys don't mess around in Hawaii. Okay, 
that's the that's the message. That's the first message. Don't mess around. Okay. Now, what I really wanted to talk about besides that, right, was um, you know, it's it's a good idea to close the door behind you, okay, before before because you know you know I because some people don't some people leave the door open in the back of them, and they expect to open a door in front of them. Now I'm talking about opportunities. I'm talking about relationships, and you know, and here in Hawaii, right? I I think one of the things that makes us different is that a lot of us, you know, we we don't really close the door on 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 like former relationships kind of stuff. We're all kind of we're all kind of friendly, right? Welcome to Hawaii. <laughs> we're all kind of friendly, but 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 you know, so with career, with with anything in your life, right? You gotta close the the door, and then and you, you know so some people call it bridges. They go, oh well, bro, don't burn your bridges because you might have to come back on that bridge. But you know what? I burnt so many bridges on purpose. I didn't burn the bridge down. I put TNT on the bridge and I blew them up. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And I did it on purpose, right? Because why would you go back? Why would you go backwards in your life? Why would you go back? Why would you have a bridge? Right, and then you know you just couldn't, you just gonna leave them there, and then you can leave the door open. And how do you expect to go to the new chapter of your life? See, now if something didn't work out, if something was bad, if something was right, just uh, close the door on it and walk away. That's all you gotta do. So the law of attraction tells you what you focus on, right? You can get, and and if you're thinking about what you, what you just did, right? If you're thinking about what you what you just went through and how it wasn't a good experience for you, and now there's opportunity over here, right? You gotta close that door. You gotta close them. You got you gotta you gotta burn down that bridge, you know. Cause too many times, right? People say, "Oh well, don't don't burn the bridge. You're gonna need these guys later." <laughs> yeah, right. You see, one of the things that I've learned, right, is is people in general. Just and and I'm talking not general, like like in general, general. I just want to say that, like, like my experience, okay? Because I only come from my experience. My experience in the entertainment world, okay? Which includes radio, television, performing, all that, right? And, and you know, I got, I got to say that, that I failed as far as getting into the entertainment industry, right? I was blocked over here, blocked over there. There's no way they was going to let me in, right? Okay, so that, and the other thing is, we had a very honest business that we were running, and um, <laughs> so we wasn't dealing drugs out the back door. We wasn't doing all this shady kind of stuff, right? And we wasn't affiliated with the shady people. Well, we had, there were some people that, that, you know, they were on the other side of the fence, but these guys were high up in the, in, in the corporate offices. This, so there's different levels of gangster. Okay, there's a street gangster, right? Those guys that are running game, okay? There's guys that are dealing drugs. There's guys that are running gambling houses. There's guys that are doing that at that level. And then at, at the upper level of, uh, you know, bro, bro, I can tell you stories. So, you know, but 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 that's not important right now. But what, what's important, right? So so there's different levels of everything. Okay. Now, you know, for example, right? Let me, let me just tell you that the upper level, the upper level echelon of gangsters, okay, or whatever. Organized crime, whatever you want to call it. Okay, you want to call it the syndicate? You want to call it, you know, in the mainland, they have mafia, right? But they have standards. They have rules, okay? Like, you don't fool around with the other guy's wife, right? Okay, that's that's one rule. Okay, the other rule is 
the, you know, the old school guys, the guys in power and stuff like that, they don't want to get involved with drugs. So they don't do that. So that's one of the codes. That's one of the, that's one of the things, right? And the, the other thing is that, you know, if, if somebody, like, you know, they, they say cross you or double cross you or what, that's a Masonic term, by the way. If they, uh, if they double cross you, if they do something like that, right? Uh, nowadays, you know, you see more of a disconnection. Whereas in the old days, they would end up in the cane field or the pineapple field. Or, you know, um, actually, they had, they had acid tanks on farms that they used to, they used to just drop guys inside. You know, and you get to the trial. Like, uh, so uh, what are we doing in the trial? Like, Where's the body? Oh, there's no body. Okay, dismissed. So, I mean, stuff works like that over here. So, so, you know, so what I was saying earlier about the cults and stuff like that, I mean, we will get rid of you. And, and, and that's why you don't mess around in Hawaii. And the reason why is because people are related. You know, people grew up with people. They're good friends and they, they're tight. And then you know, get the Hawaiian community. You get, you get all kinds of communities over here. Japanese, Korean, all these guys. And, and a lot of these people, some of them are nationals, right? They come from China or they come from Vietnam or whatever, Korea. But then some of them have grown up here for generations from the plantation. And that's the guys that are tight. And that's the guys that will guard this place. And that's the guys that will not let you monkey around in Hawaii. I mean, you know, that kind of thing, right? So anyway, when you have an opportunity and the, and the door is right there, right? You cannot have your hand on the door handle and, and your other hand on the other door handle because you didn't close the door. You see what I'm saying? So you got to close that door. You got to let that door close. Some, sometimes we don't want that door to close, you know, but you got to let the door close. Then you will open up to the new opportunity. Now, a lot of times, okay, fear of loss is a real thing. Okay, we, we fear loss, right? Or we just fear, period, right? Like what could happen? We don't know what's going to happen. Oh, what's going to happen? I, I have no idea. Right? You have no idea what's going to happen, right? So... You know, people are afraid to let the door close. Okay, now some of the doors, when things didn't work out for me, and I realized that these guys were just, you know, a bunch of flakes, right? Because you deal with flakes in your life. You deal with people that, that uh, you know, quote, double cross you, end quote, right? These guys, these guys get away with a lot of stuff now. And the reason why they get away with a lot of stuff is because, you know, it's not like the old days. They don't, they don't just, you know, it's not worth it. It's not worth the hassle. It's not worth the hassle of taking somebody out and going through all the problems, right? It's not worth it. So they just let them go, okay? Unless it's, a, you know, a big money thing and then, you know, somebody will develop a heroin habit that lasts 15 minutes. I mean, something like that. But I mean, you know, so what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people keep that door open, right? And they cannot proceed through the next door. Okay, now, as spooky as it may be, as, as you know, if you have to move through fear, move through fear. It's all right. Go to the fear. If, if there's fear there, you know, because let's say you're letting go of your business. Let's say you're letting go of something. Let's say, let's say, let's say you, you know, your business failed in this economy and you're letting go of the business, right? Because you got this opportunity over here and, and you're going to let go, right? It's okay to let go. It's okay to let go. But just know that this opportunity that's in front of you is not going to materialize into anything really substantial or really successful until you let the door go.
right? Now, if you have an unfortunate circumstance, let's say you had a bad experience. I, you know, I work for the, I, just my out of my experiences, right? So I work for these companies. And, you know, and this, I, I remember working for uh, this one community, okay? And, I, and I'm not even going to say. And they treated me like a king. I mean, these guys treated me so good, right? And this was an ethnic, this was an ethnic radio station I worked at. And these guys were so good to me, right? And and then I, I had an opportunity to work at, at, at a different ethnic radio station, right? And I thought, oh, this one's gonna be better because it's all it's all local people, right? Bruh, they treated me like crap. I mean, you know, it and, and I and I do mean that in the literal sense of the word, okay? No, you know, and, and it's it started off rocky and it never really the vibe never really went away. And and it wasn't just me. Like everybody over there was working on the this I don't know, it was like a mental strain. It was like mind games going on every day, you know what I'm saying? And I and then I went to this this the next radio station I went to, the next radio station group that I work for. But these guys was like, you know, it was like regular, right? So what I mean is non-ethnic. It was just, you know, standard, right? And it was a group of seven radio stations. And I was walking around for the first couple of months, right? I was walking around and and I was expecting, you know, you know, the dog that gets hit by the stick all the time? I was expecting a stick, right? But the stick wasn't coming down. And that's what happens to a lot of people, okay? Now, if you're moving through fear, if you're moving through fear, you can you can move through fear. That's not that's not gonna, you know, that that won't affect you as bad as if you're not moving, you see what I'm saying? If you're not moving and, and you, you're hanging on to the other door because you, you get one hand on each door, you're not, gonna, you're not going anywhere. But, but you can move through fear. You know, so, so yeah, I resigned from the places that I didn't like to work for, right? And, and when you do that, especially in the entertainment world, you burn the bridge. You know, so, so yeah, burn the bridge. Here we go. Boom. You know, I'm done. I'm out of here, right? So, <clears throat> and, and, you know, um, but things improve as they go if you cling to the positive side, you know, it, you know, so, so in other words, in, in radio, you got to be smart, you know, in, in television, you got to be smart in, in certain industries, in the entertainment world, you got to be smart. You see what I mean? You, you got to monetize stuff. You got to make things work for you. If you just, you know, if you're just showing up and you're just enjoying the fact that people know your name and, and people are, you know, enjoying whatever you're doing, right? Then, then you're missing, you're missing out on three quarters of the opportunity. You see? So, so just let go of the door that, that's in the back of you because that will allow you to proceed through the, the door ahead of you. Even if you got to walk through fear. Okay. There's many times I had to walk through fear. Many times I had to sit and wait, you know? And, and so this is why I teach my clients meditation. Okay, because you know when you sit and wait, your mind will attack you. Okay, and if you don't, if you don't believe me, try it sometimes. Try sit around the living room or your bedroom or wherever you are. You can sit in your car, right, and start thinking. <laughs> start thinking about stuff, right? Your mind will begin to attack you. Okay, now it's it's an automatic thing for us to weigh circumstances and weigh, you know, possibilities, the possible outcomes. Okay, and, and every time you do it, right, the negative side always pops up. 
okay? And, and I call it your big fat butts, okay? Because, you know, you're thinking like, well, I, I'm, I'm going to go to this new corporation, but I don't know if I can make management. Or I'm, I'm going to go, you see what I'm saying? Like that, right? So that's, that's what I call your big fat butts. Now, anytime you put a butt in a sentence, when you're talking to somebody, when you're thinking about something, okay, and you know, like, like, oh yeah, we're going, to, we're going to, we're planning on going to the beach Saturday, but right there, okay, right there, that's where it ends, okay. So you, so you got to pay attention to things like that if you want to manifest something worthwhile, right? So you know, like I told many stories about how I did stuff, right, and and how I, you know, like how I got cars or how I did whatever I did, right, uh, uh, companies, whatever, uh, uh, businesses and 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 the like, right. But you know the the main thing is that you have to you have to face your fear, and and most of the times when you face your fear, okay, you're moving through it. You have to keep moving. You have to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, and pretty soon that fear will go away. Now the meditation that I use that helps, okay, very simple, and I teach this to my clients. Okay, first you gotta find a place. You gotta find a you know I I, I tell them your happy place, right? Because you gotta be in a place that makes you happy. Now, if that's the beach or the mountains or or your room or wherever, right? Okay, so, you know, one of my happy places is my car. I don't meditate in my car. You know, that could be dangerous. But, I mean, <laughs> you see what I mean? But I like to I like to sit down because I fit good in the seat. And, you know, everything is here. And, I, you know, I do all my electronics and, and everything like that. But wherever your happy place is, okay, just sit down in your happy place and try to keep still for 10 minutes. Okay, that's the first. That's the first thing you do. Okay, now for ten minutes, if you can keep still for that ten minutes, then you can do your mantra. Okay, and your mantra. Okay, here's your mantra, Hoynes. Okay, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Okay, now that's Hawaiian Ho'oponopono, and that's the most simple thing to do. There's another thing that's even more simple than that. Okay, sit still for ten minutes. Okay, because all you need is ten to fifteen minutes a day. You don't need to, you know, people think, oh, I don't like meditate, but I go, that's going to take like 45 minutes. And you don't need to listen to, you know, uh, Indian chants that you don't understand. Or, you know, how the Krishna chants that you, you don't know what this thing is about, right? You don't know the language. You just need to think. Here's the simplest form. Thank you. That's it. Gratitude. Just th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Say it over and over. And then... Become silent, become still, and do it in your head and think it over and over. Now, here's one of the things that you're going to find. You're going to find that when you do that in your head, it's kind of hard to worry about stuff. Try it. Try try and express gratitude in your head and try to worry about something at the same time. No can. It's, it's not going to happen. Okay? But you got to tune into the gratitude. You got to feel the gratitude. Okay? You can't fake it. You, you cannot fake it. You know, some, some people, they go, oh, fake it till you make it. You can't fake it. There's no such thing as faking it till you make it. You see what I'm saying? There's no such thing. You're either on the journey and and wherever you are on that journey, that's where you are. Okay. Now, I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna go to like say an office meeting, when I go to an office meeting, I go in a blazer, right? I don't show up in 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 a puka t-shirt and shorts, right? So that that's a that's a local reference for you guys in Australia. So I don't show up in a t-shirt with holes in it, 
right? And in in a pair of board shorts and and slippers, okay? Or or whatever you guys call that. Sandals, okay, whatever you guys call that. So, mm-hmm. And and you know, because you have to do you have to match what it is you're doing. You know, one of the funniest things I ever saw, right? Was I started do I started using my suits and going to meetings and meeting clients in, in my in my blazers, right? Because we started our consulting company. Now, now, before I started my consulting company, I didn't have to do that. I did not have to do that. So I, I didn't walk around in suits. But I started my consulting company in 2010. And that's the same year we did the Big Waikiki Show. So after I started my consulting company, see, what would happen is I would go to the radio station in the morning. And I, I would fill in, right, do, do my job, whatever it is I had to do. And, you know, be the monkey on the radio, right? And, and... I had my my blazer with me, and these guys would go, "Whoa, what? You what? What y'all dressed up for? Where you going? Prom? I mean, you know that kind of thing, right?" And I'm like, "No, I I have meetings, so I would I would schedule my meetings after ten o'clock because that's when we got off the radio. So I I would always have a a ten thirty eleven o'clock meeting, and it would be in this company in these companies, right? And these guys would look at me like, "What the heck? We heard this guy in the morning and." And he was doing all this comedy. And so, so they, you know, they had a hard time taking me serious. But these guys that, that I worked around, right, they, they, were, they were telling me like, whoa, wow, you still, you still doing the Waikiki show? You know, because they were saying that I was dressing like I was doing the Waikiki show, you know. And so, so they were implying that, I, I don't know, they were implying that I did the Waikiki show, Waikiki show was done, and I'm still dressing like the Waikiki show, right? But these guys, you know, so so here's what here's what happened, right? So I I took the flack, right? I you know I'm like yeah yeah whatever, you know, because these guys and you gotta you gotta understand, Hawaiians, you gotta do your own thing. Never mind these other guys, you know. When these guys start talking crap about you, or these guys start putting you down or making fun of you, what? Just ignore it. So I just let it go, right? I let it go, and you know, and and then I go to my meetings. I I do my thing, right? And so, so pretty soon, here's what I saw, right? So I, I used to go to Starbucks in my blazer. And, and because I was doing, you know, the consulting company, sometimes I would meet people for that. Or sometimes I would be signing party contracts. And I would go in my blazer because it's in my car. So I'd, you know, throw on my blazer, go, right? And look professional and all like that. And, and, you know, the bottom line message of this whole thing that I'm telling you is to be professional, Right. I mean, you, you gotta, you, if you're going to show up looking like, like, uh, I don't know, somebody who came off the beach, then, then you're going to lose credibility in the long run. You see? So, so I, you know, I, I started meeting with these people at Starbucks. Now these other guys who were doing parties, they're basically MC kind of guys. Right. And, and, uh, they, they were on, uh, you know, some of them did TV shows. Some of them did, radio shows some of them you know different from different areas of the entertainment world and and i noticed after a while like after i did it for a couple of months right uh, i noticed these guys all started showing up in blazers right? and i was looking around i was like whoa you set the bar you, you see what i'm saying and of course their blazers was a little bit different there's i i saw this one guy in one tweed blazer i don't know he must have been hot bro this thing i think this thing was like you you know that when you go to goodwill right and you get you get these these uh blazers that these uh 
And these rich people, they donate, they clean out the closet, right? And they <laughs> take it to Goodwill. It looked like one of, like, cause it was, it would look old. It looked like, uh, something, something that came out of the sixties or something. But, but I mean, but you know, but that was their, that was their way, right? Of leveling up the game. And I was, I was happy about that, right? Cause I saw that and I go, well, okay, almost. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, gotta raise your sights a little bit on the blazer, but you're doing the right thing. I mean, you know, I, I didn't say anything, of course, but that, that wasn't my prerogative, right? So, you know, it was just, it's just what I was thinking, you know. But, but when, when things happen like this and you do something like that, right? Now you gotta, you gotta look the part, you gotta act the part, you gotta be the part. Now what part are you playing? Okay, first you gotta determine that. What part are you playing? Okay, and it's not necessary. And I don't mean play like you're acting. I don't mean that. I don't mean that kind of part. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to say what are you? What are you trying to accomplish? Figure out your purpose. Once you figure out your purpose, right? Then you're moving forward, right? And then you're letting the doors close behind you because now you're embarking on that new journey. Now you got your your hand on the handle of the door in front of you, now you can open that door. And God will open that door for you. God will open the door. All you got to do is take the steps to the door. Sometimes God has somebody else open the door for you, right? And, you know, so so at, at one level, right, I was on the radio with these guys, right? And then as soon as, as, soon as I was done, I was in a corporate boardroom, you know, with, with executives of companies and stuff talking, you know, talking with them. And I had to win them over. Right, cause cause they look, they would look at me and they would, bro, we was just laughing at you this morning, and you was making us laugh this morning on the radio. And now you're in my boardroom, you see. So, and these guys are owners of the companies. These guys are decision makers. These guys are, these guys are, you know, managers, district managers of of places. And and so, you know, it was it was a totally different world. So I would step from one world into the next world, like every day. You know, I would go, I would be in this world, I'd be laughing, we'd make jokes, be, you know, and I, I would be channeling this, this local boy thing that, you know, cause I grew up with guys like my character. I grew up with guys like that. And I would be channeling them and just, you know, channel, 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 laugh, 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 go do the whole show, right? And then I would step into the business world. And then after I stepped into the business world, I'd do my meetings, I'd get back to the office about one o'clock, right? And then I stepped into the teaching world. And then I taught until like 7 p.m. at night. See, so my, my schedule was like that, right? And some, some people looked at that and they, they couldn't figure it out because they're so used to seeing, right? One person doing the same thing, you know? Like some people say like, oh, that's, that's not how we know you. <laughs> well, okay, how do you know me? You see, do you know me? If you know me and, and if you know yourself, you know that you can do more than one thing. Now, God gave you this one life, Hawaiians. One life, okay? That's all. That's all you're going to get right now this way. This, this is the life you got this way right now. So you have a choice, Hawaiians. You can do one thing and, yeah, you can do it for 30 years, whatever. You can retire. You can have your pension. You can go on the cruises and do, you know, right? And then, and then life is over, okay? So, and I mean, for some people, that's really good, right? For some people. Right. But for me, right, my life is different. And you know what's really amazing is that these ideas that I had and these concepts and these these things that I was doing and, and personal development that I was studying and things that I was doing years and years and years ago. Right. 
is showing up today in the kids. It's showing up today in the kids. There's kids in college, and they're they're getting they're, they're getting their degrees. They're getting multiple degrees, multiple degrees, right? They're working. They're doing them online. They're getting multiple degrees, and after they do their three to four hours online, they're drop shipping. They're drop shipping out of China. They're making big money, right? Now and and then and you know, so so there's gonna come a time where one person does several occupations and it already started at this at this radio station that I used to contract that my my company used to contract to right and and what they well what they did was a little, little bit different they made they made one person do several several different types of jobs right and and they gave them an important title but but they let them keep the same salary they, they didn't get a raise and it was like well you want to keep your job don't you you know so and that's what the, that to me that's what the last recession was all about 2008 okay but you know this this whole message of what I'm trying to uh, you know convey right is like sometimes the the walk is kind of spooky you know so i i used to go to three three to four different platforms every day you know, three to four different things a day. My 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 calendar looked crazy. I had alerts going off like like from five o'clock in the morning till till like I mean it was crazy. So my my day was scheduled and disciplined, and you know now I'm relaxing a little bit more. Of course, you know with, with COVID nineteen we all gotta relax. We all got, this is this is God going. Hey, you guys gotta take a break. You know this is a one hundred. I'll say it again. This is a one hundred year ritual. It's a ritual. Okay, so just look it up. <laughs> go, go check. Go do some esoteric studies and, and figure out what this really is. Okay, so you know, but but you gotta be patient. You have to be patient. Okay, and that's that's one of the things. Like the kids today, right? They can do a lot of stuff. They get multiple degrees. They go out. They do several things, right? But they all want to be CEO tomorrow. It doesn't really happen that way, right? So. But, but when you have that door in front of you and you let the door in the back close, however you do it, it doesn't matter. But allow that door to close behind you, okay? And, and just, just call it a chapter. Okay, we're done with this chapter. Now we're on this new chapter. And then open the door, go through. You know, when I, when I got laid off, from, I got laid off from, a, from a job years and years ago, right? Back in, I think, I think it was around 2009, some, somewhere, somewhere like that. And I got let go from a job I only did for nine months on the, on a morning show on on the radio, right? And I got let go from that thing, and it was kind of embarrassing because it was on all the news stations, and you know it was on TV news. And it's still up on the internet; you can look it up. <coughs> you know, <laughs> like and and several of us got let go, and that was the budget cuts of the recession, right? The two thousand eight recession, and so you know the guys that they were paying good money too they they got rid of those guys because you know we had agreements so they they gave us severance and we were on our way right so that that was you know that that was the time that i sat down and I go okay you know what everything's going to the web let's do the web and just tonight on the news just tonight i was watching local news today right and and more businesses are going under and more businesses are closing why because they're doing business the traditional way okay so when you when you let go of that door behind you, understand that the world is evolving. The world is changing. This is not going to be the same world in three years. I'm telling you, it's not going to be the same world in five years. It's not going to be the same world in ten years. Right? And unless you prepare yourself, and first prepare yourself mentally. Okay, you have to prepare yourself mentally. 
you know, there, there, there was the old world, right? That existed, you know, when you look in the history books. Oh, this was the 20s and 30s. And oh, yeah, it was different. Guess what? Technology is moving us ahead so fast. Okay? Everything will be different. In, in three to five years, you probably will, will not recognize the place. Okay? I don't mean the, the physical place. I mean the environment. The business environment. The social environment. All of that. Everything is going to change. And you got to change with it or you get left behind. You know, and I told you guys a story about when people, when technology came and, you know, uh, and the old timers had a problem with it. They hated it. They expressed it verbally. They said, I hate this stuff. I hate this damn. And so they pushed it away from them. Right. Now, when you, when you do stuff like that, when you're opposed to new ideas, new ways of doing things, you know, you look at the kids today, they learn different than us. Right. So everything is different. It's not that it's better or worse. It's just different. And it's different because it needs to accommodate what's coming. It needs to accommodate the evolvement in society, right? So, you know, human beings, bro, we don't like change, right? But I've had to change so many times. You know, for 12 years ago when I started studying the law of attraction, I had to be adaptable to change. One of the things that slows you down is attachment. Okay, remember that. You know, like when you're attached to your favorite shirt, <laughs> when you're attached to your favorite whatever, your favorite car, your favorite whatever it is, right? Okay, when you build attachment to things, okay, or people, it, it works the same way for people, right? But you got to be willing. You got to be willing to walk away from everything tomorrow. You got to be willing to walk away. Or you got to be willing to let go. Or you got to be willing to, you know, entertain new ideas. You got to be able to have an open mind and think about all this stuff because if you don't you can get left behind okay now attachment is a low vibration okay that's what you got to know attachment is a low vibration okay that's why they say they have those old sayings if you love something or if you love someone right set them free if they come back it was meant to be if they don't it wasn't meant to be you know and, and i started doing that right and guess what happened all these these girls and stuff that I was dating, none of them ran away. None of them ran away, right? They only like only there was only one. There was only one. She didn't run away, but but you know, she came down with some medical things and started taking antidepressants, and then basically, I, I don't know. It was really sad. That that kind of stuff is sad, right? Because that changes a person. Depression changes people, right? All this that that kind of thing changes people and in that sense yeah so so yeah there was one but i mean under normal circumstances right and that's where we got we get into the relationship you know podcast right that's another podcast you know but what i will say about that is is only three out of a hundred men understand women like thoroughly understand the mechanics the the hardwiring of of women right and and eliminate the judgment and and all that stuff because once you understand how something works right you don't need to judge it you don't need to you you don't need to mess around with it right you you could just just kick back and and let it be what it is right okay that's not a podcast all right okay but when opportunity is in front of you make sure you close the door behind you okay and you got to shut that door because if you don't shut that door, like when I walked away from radio, right? I, I walked away from, from radio twice. And then and then this last time, right? This this last time I was, you know, I was let go because everything changed. So 
I, you know, I was a station voice, right? They change the format, change everything. When you change format, you change everything. They change the lineup. They change all the people. They let they let people go, right? So, you know, th- and those things happen all the time. And so you just got to go, okay, you know, when I was sitting in the office, they said, oh, well, sorry, bro, we got to, you know. And I'm like, hey, that's just all good, no worries. You know, maybe that's the signal to take a break. Maybe that's a signal that this is over. I don't know, okay? But, but you see, that's that's the message I'm trying to give you is like when when you don't have that attachment and you go okay well we don't have this okay yeah that's good then the next thing comes then you do the next thing right and the next thing and the next and before you know it your life is completely changed and and it's gonna be for the better it's gonna be for the better but if you're dragging your baggage okay I'll call it baggage you know, everybody talks about baggage, so I'll use that word. If you're dragging your baggage behind you and you're trying to go through the door in front of you or you're holding the door behind you, right? So either you're attached to something or you cannot let go of the former arrangement or the former relationship or the former whatever it is, right? And you cannot let go. You're not going to move forward. You will not move forward, always because it's just like that. I mean, oh, oh, I got to go, always. I'm sorry, always. Yeah, but make sure you close the door, okay? Drop that baggage like a bad habit. Okay, all right. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Brother Randy and Sister Jerry. And we'd like to thank our uh, Voice Master Enterprises Family of Service Company. Also, AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Darren Janine. You can download it on iTunes. And uh, you can check us out on iTunes. It's on Apple Podcasts. So that's where most of the people are checking us out. Until next time, Hawaiians. I'm Junior K. Guayaba Junior. Mahalo. Ah!